check one, check two. I'm the Inca slash rapper that you never thought would happen. Commentary get they cracking like pads when they start whacking. Applaud like studio audience audio. It's the Rob You Sports Do Show. Is that so? And welcome back to the Rob You Sports Stu Show. NFL week five going into Monday Night Football. And this is a new segment I came up with, and I call this NFL Monday. And this segment is an exclusive to my paid podcast, which is $15 a month subscription service. Appreciate those subscriptions. Also appreciate the PayPal and the Cash App. And appreciate you for checking me out. But on the NFL Monday, Rob You Podcast Edition, we go over some of the some of the games from the previous week. And some of the news fresh off Sunday, going into Monday, going into Monday Night Football. So just to start it off, we got to start with those Kansas City Chiefs being defeated by those Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills definitely came out. They knew what they was doing. They stuck to their plan. They put the foot on the pedal, the pedal to the metal, foot on the gas. And it was just too much for the Kansas City Chiefs on that night. Despite a long rain delay with lightning, Kansas City Chiefs still came out with that 38-20 victory in the AFC title game rematch. And I think if you look at the stats, they tell a, they tell the story. And I think early in the game, when Allen came out, he was rushing as much as he was, and he was showing that showing that aggression. He was showing that competitive edge. He was showing that. He was going to take the game in his own hands and he knew what he had to do. He had to make himself more of a dual threat quarterback. Of course, he has the, the, the wheels and the athleticism, but he's also respected for his arm and his talent and his accuracy as well. So he wanted to come out and get those first downs when his team needed it. Wasn't afraid to put himself out there. He led the team in rushing with 59 yards. Also one touchdown on the ground. Not to mention 315 through the air, three touchdowns. So Allen just really put the offense on his back. He had great teamwork as well with those receiving core. Knox 117 yards and a touchdown. Diggs with two receptions for 69. Moss, three receptions, 55. Emmanuel Sanders, three receptions, 54 yards and two touchdowns. And no, let's not forget that Buffalo defense intercepting Pat Mahomes two times. Also, came out very. They came out very sharp and on point. They knew. They knew that this was going to be the measuring stick as far as AFC supremacy goes. You have to be able to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. You have to be able to put it on the line. They're going to run the score up. At least they're going to try, and they definitely tried. Pat Mahomes, 33 completions, 54 attempts, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And Pat Mahomes also led his team in rushing with 61 yards. And Edwards Hilaire was also lost this game. So we'll see how that Kansas City Chiefs running back depth comes into play coming down the stretch. But when you look at the receivers, Hill did not have a 100-yard receiving game, and neither did Kelsey and 
maybe the Buffalo Bills found something that worked for them in a way to stop or at least slow down Hill and Kelsey. So definitely got to give kudos to those Buffalo Bills for defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you listen to the weekly Rob You podcast show, Pharaoh Nick's Picks, you know. I did choose Buffalo to defeat Kansas City Chiefs with a final score of 38-35. And Buffalo got those 38 points for me. Kansas City just, I thought they would have had a little more offensive firepower. But maybe some teams in the NFL are beginning to figure them out. Or maybe they have to do something to shore up that defense. Or mix up the play calling or playbook a little bit. As far as not really being a team that relies on the run too much. And always tries to run up the score, get a lot of points. But that wasn't the only surprise of the day. The Las Vegas Raiders, with everything going on with Chucky and John Gruden, Demaris Smith and Michelin Tires, the Vegas Raiders lost to the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields starting his second NFL game, third, second or third NFL game. So... That was a major surprise. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. I think I think there was a distraction. But I also think the Raiders do get off the slow starts. And sometimes when a team is very potent on offense and they get off the slow starts, they feel like they'll be able to bounce back or score later in the game. But when you're playing the right team, the right defense, it doesn't always go that way. And the, the Chicago Bears are that right team, that right defense. They just have a certain level of intensity, a certain level of physicality. And the Raiders are more of a finesse team with their speed receivers. And they do have a running game, but it's not like... Jacobs does have a a physical running style, but he's not like... He's not going to like overpower all, all of your linebackers. And they also don't have that running. They also don't have that run blocking with that offensive line. So, gotta respect those Bears. I mean, the team who gets the most points wins, and that's the name of the game. So, regardless of a team's perceived capability to run up the score or have a high-powered offense, you still have to bring it every game. You still have to compete. Your defense still has to do something. Special team still has to do something. The quarterback, the coach, the receivers, everybody has to do something. And the Bears were more of a complete team on this day. Regardless of what's going on in the background, the Bears came to play. Justin Fields, 12 for 20, 111 yards and a touchdown. Also had some surprising, decent running back depth with K. Herbert and D. Williams. And they... Were able to contribute to the game. Williams having a off year last year with the COVID opt-out and returning this year. He was that running back from the Kansas City Chiefs who helped them in their Super Bowl win. And he did his thing. 16 attempts for 64 yards. Also Herbert with 18 attempts for 75 yards. So when you have a nice complimentary running back system, you play a safe ball control style of offense and you have a nice defense, that's a recipe for success. And that also gives Justin Fields the rookie time to come along in his passing and his, his development of chemistry with receivers and play calls and tight ends. It gives him a chance to develop instead of just having to put a team on his back and be Mr. Perfect pocket passer every play. So, D. 
these were two of the biggest, in my opinion, biggest surprises of the weekend as far as who would be who. But I did have a feeling about that Buffalo-Kansas City game. This game, to me, was a complete shock just because I thought the Raiders had would have had more offensive firepower. And I didn't know the Bears would be able to slow them down to that degree. Or they would just would not be they would just would not be effective. And also, I did choose I did I did say that Bears would have 20, 21 points and they actually scored twenty. But I gave the Ra- the Raiders a little too much credit in my projection or my prediction. They would have thirty one points and they actually scored nine. So that's why you have to play the game. But still, a lot more season to be played out, and still a question of. How will things pan out with John Gruden and the whole situation of that email coming out? There were plenty of people to talk about it and discuss it Sunday morning going into those games and present people even during the games. And Randy Moss even spoke on it. And he went as far as bringing in his own personal experiences and shedding a tear. So a lot of people have varying views of it and opinions of it. I've already voiced my opinion of it. And also, one thing about the press conference, the Raiders players after the game, the players stood by their coach for the most part, and no one really said it affected their concentration or preparation for the Chicago Bears. So maybe it was a lackluster game plan or coaching leading up to or and or during the game. Maybe they just... Had to, they had to get that loss just to taste the, the defeat to get more hungrier because you're coming out and not scoring in the first quarter of these games, but you have to you have to stay aggressive on offense. You have to stay hungry, and you have to be wanting to score anytime your offense has the ball, even sometimes on defense and special teams because all that's going to contribute to the final score of the game and your opportunity to win. So the Bears got it fair and square. A win is a win. And regardless of your reputation or your weapons on offense, you still got to come out and perform every game. So some other nice games was that Cleveland LA Chargers game where the Chargers came back late down the stretch to defeat the Browns. The San Fran Arizona game was a little more low scoring than I thought, but it still was a good game. Good victory for the Cardinals still. The only undefeated team in the league. And then there was Tampa Bay and Miami where Tampa Bay just went off 45-17. to 17. Brady setting, getting close to setting some new records also. 400-yard passing, five-touchdown game. Something he had never achieved in his whole career. So he set a new plateau for himself. And also that Philadelphia-Carolina game, that was a good game, which I thought it would be leading up to it. I picked the Eagles to win by one, and they actually won by three. So I figured it would be close because the teams are evenly matched. And the team, the game lived up to its, to its um, preview. But one thing about the game, now automatically with the loss, they're beginning to question or assume that will Sam Darnold be returning after this season, or will the Carolina Panthers owner try to be more aggressive in his pursuit of Sean Watson so it remains to be seen but definitely something that's going to be 
playing out over the next few weeks as we approach the trade deadline. And maybe the, just maybe, the Texans will be a little more lenient in their trade demands, understanding the situation and circumstance Deshaun Watson is likely to find himself in when he is able to suit up and be active on the NFL roster with those pending charges and legal situations he has hovering over him right now. But, who's to say? And then there was that overtime Green Bay-Cincinnati game. Well, I picked Cincinnati to win, but Green Bay keeps finding a way. They got the win. Nice field goal overtime. Cincinnati did have a chance in overtime, but there was an unfortunate interception by Burrow. I think it was a miscommunication with he and the receiver. And those kind of things cost you late in the game. So, kudos to Aaron Rodgers for keeping his momentum going. And Green Bay is looking looking nice out there. And then there was the Giants and Dallas game. And Dallas went on to shellac the Giants. Final score for Dallas 44, Giants 20. But with this game, the Giants lost their whole starting backfield almost, losing Daniel Jones to a concussion, losing Saquon Barkley to an ankle. And it just seemed like things just were not going to go the Giants' way this day. And I mean, when you lose your starting quarterback and your starting running back in the same game, this is when you know it's just not meant to be that week. So... Hopefully those guys can heal and have a nice recovery and come back and see what they can do with their careers with the Giants. Or unless they go otherwise. Or sell them or other else. But those were some of my favorite games of the NFL week of week five. And also there's still the lingering question or concern with how will things pan out with the Jacksonville Jaguars losing 37-19, approaching another bad NFL record of losing streak, close to 20 games, about to break old Buccaneer records. So, will the cons go ahead and pull the plug on Urban Meyer and he go back to college for a hire, or will something else transpire? But according to several sources. Jacksonville is looking at potentially the old Tennessee Titans, Houston Titans, the old coach Jeff Fisher. But sometimes these fans get wind of certain things like that and the fans voice their opinion. And you see that a lot, especially with the social media era, YouTube, Twitter. People have a lot of opinions and comments. So some of the comments was like they don't play the fan base doesn't want Jeff Fisher to come in. So who knows what will happen with the Jacksonville Jaguars week to week with Urban Meyer at the helm? How long will he last in the NFL? And speaking of opinions of opinions of organizations from fan bases and the players and people, the the fans the. Nemesis is the arch rivals. Some of those Raiders fans are just tired of the losing ways of John Gruden and Mike Mayock. And this comes after those 
those nice contracts they received to come in there and kind of get the team on the right on the right page. And also after that nice early start the Raiders had to have these two to have these two losses, it it kind of gets the fan base in uproar because some of the fans feel like it's going to be the same old same old with the Raiders losing, or they feel like Gruden has had enough time to put his stamp on the team as a whole, but he's too stuck in his ways, or he needs to hire an offensive coordinator, or he's just not getting it done. So. It's early in the season, so you know some some fans are impatient. Some fans want it right now. Some fans are like, "Let's give him a chance." But with some of the controversy going on, it's, it wouldn't be hard to assume that Gruden may be punished by the league or by his team or just by the fan base. <laughs> Maybe they just will continue to put negative comments on the organization's regime regime they have in. in in control right now well one thing's for sure and two things for certain when it came to urban meyer at home on game day when he came out the tunnel they say the fans booed him so you never want to get booed as a head coach by your fans before the game even starts i mean wait till the game is over then boo but but before the game that's a bit much but anyway this has been a rob you sports brief NFL Monday and I want to thank you all for checking me out don't forget to like comment subscribe to the podcast for exclusive content like this NFL Monday and plenty more original content ideas and some submitted by subscribers so don't know what it is be safe be blessed And listen to it on the next.